It's the last energy report of 2022. We made it, y'all. Now let's just put this spaceship into cosmic cruise control and vibe until the end of the year. I'm going to break down what you need to know to end out this year on the Muggle calendar, at least, and talk about uh, some reflections, right? This is the time of year. We're looking back. We're wrapping it up. We're also looking forward it's, a, it's an interesting time. And of course, we have this Mercury retrograde shadow and Mars retrograde, and we're just in the soup of it all. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. So how are we doing? How are we living Does anyone have things coming up from the past or anything you're having to redo? We're over like the hump of Mars retrograde. So I'm hoping that some of your Mars retrograde stories are at least beginning to feel a little bit more clear or something, just maybe a little bit like less in the dark, a little direction. If not, that's fine. Also this week, we have a lot of planets, had a lot of planets out of bounds, Uh, which is an astrology term, which is basically just a very fancy way of saying that the celestial bodies are outside of the ecliptic plane, which means that we are beyond the plane of the Earth's orbit around the sun, which basically just means shit is wild. Like, I'm I'm a pretty positive person, maybe sometimes to a fault, optimistic, Sagittalium. Oof, yesterday I was just... Had a lot of little snafus in the city and normal traveling. And normally I'm kind of a bounce back, rubber band kind of gal. And by the end of the day, I saw my dad for dinner. He came in and I saw him and I just started crying. That feeling of being like tired and you see someone you love and they're like, how are you? And you're like, I'm really tired. Being an adult is hard. World is weird. So that's how I'm doing. So just permission to feel all the feels. Of course, I woke up today, I got myself a maple oat latte, took a nice brisk walk, I'm feeling a little better, but just like, it's weird. The out-of-bounds astrology especially really adds to to that. So today we're going to do what we always do, but let's just just go over it. We're going to do our Virgo announcements, naturally. We're going to talk about if astrology isn't real, White Lotus edition perhaps, because it like snatched the attention of everyone on the planet last few weeks. And we're also going to talk about your moon report, what you need to know for your emotional weather for the week ahead. And then I'm going to leave you with just some of the planetary planning. But spoiler alert, I'm going to start with dessert. I'm going to start with the end right now and let you know, just like last week's people listening, the astrology is, it's just a little bit like boring right now in a good way. Like I said, we have out of bounds. We have all this Mars retrograde, Mercury retrograde at the end of the month on the 29th. But Besides that, besides just chilling, as long as we're not trying to get something done in a direct, fast, and quick way, which is what I was trying to do yesterday, and that shit failed, 
it's okay. It's like floating. It's like lazy river energy. Like you're going with the flow, but you're like, I don't even know where I'm going. And like, I'm turning around in this tube and I'm up, down, I'm going sideways. But it's like, as long as you're okay with that, it's pretty mellow astrology. We're entering the year. It's like gentle, but a little confusing, (laughs) if that makes sense. Okay, so let's get into Virgo announcements. First and foremost, a lot of you have signed up for the Astrology of 2023 webinar, which gets me hyped. Fellow astro nerds, this is our time. This is a two-hour webinar I do that's a breakdown of everything you need to know for the year ahead. And of course, I give you like the digestible doses on the podcast here, but it's really fun to know the big themes for the year. How is it going to go, right? Like last year, anyone who came knew that... April, May, you know, October, November was going to be wild because of the eclipses. Everyone knew Mars was going to retrograde end of October. And they also knew like, okay, starting May 10th, it is go bitch time. And then you get to plan, plot, take advantage. And also if you're a history nerd like me, I love to bring up the astrology of like what was going on the last time these transits were happening so we can compare and contrast and begin to understand some predictions moving forward. And yeah, so there's all of that juiciness, which we love, which we're obsessed with. And it's also like, it's just a fun blast. If, it, if you come to it live, we're, you know, we're in the chat, we're throwing it down, we're clacking, and then you get a recording to come back to over and over. Other Virgo announcements, I will be taking, again, a few consultation calls in early January for anyone who wants to work with me one-on-one to learn about how to live your chart in an embodied way, how to step into more alignment, how to live out your purpose, how to build your own toolkit, how to understand how to work with the astrology of the moment in a personalized way. If you are someone who wants to really get after it in 2023 and understand how to live in in flow with your natural gifts and, and with your cosmic DNA, go to the waitlist, pop your info in there. We'll do a little speed dating session see if it's a good fit. Never any pressure. If it's not, we just get to hang out for 15 minutes. And then the last Virgo announcement is obviously this is a break we're taking here from the podcast. I'll be back uh, that first Friday in January of 2023. And break for me, you might still see me on Instagram playing, having fun. It's not like I go radio silent off the grid. I would love to do that one day. Like just be like, peace, someone take my phone. This is more about just like no deadlines, thrive lines, no output. It's just like a time for my brain to just turn off. But sometimes I miss y'all and I'll pop on the gram. And it's just like, I just want to be like in my sweats and chilling hard and catching up on all the prestige TV (laughs) and other things. And really, I'm going to be using that week, especially, you know, that week between Christmas and New Year's. That's just kind of that weird void time to just, you know get organized in a mellow way. I'm going to refresh my altar for the year, do my some vision boarding and just, but mostly just like do whatever I want. Like last year, it was so nice. Just, I, and I encourage, I know not everyone has that time, but even if you could sneak an afternoon on that to just like not have anything to do, anywhere to go. This year has been a lot. <laughs> to quote Portia from White Lotus, it's been a lot. And every year's going to be a lot, probably, just because that's the way the world is right now. But I encourage you to steal and reclaim moments of rest when you can, right? So let's talk about who won the Bad Bitch Bundle this week. 
Y'all are so cute. Some of you who are already community members have been DMing us and being like, hey, I already am a part of the Cosmic Rx Plus community, but here's my review just because I love you. And that is why this community is the freaking best. Like, I'm just always blown away by your generosity, your support, your hype. And so let's see, bum, 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 who is this week's winner? All right, this week we have... Frenchie Forever, a.k.a. The Nourished Actor. What a great handle. We need more of that in the entertainment space. And it says, For the cosmically curious, I started listening to Maddie's podcast a few weeks after it initially launched, and it has been the cosmic guidance I have craved. I love how Maddie distills big, high-vibe concepts into digestible little astrology snacks. Mmm, yummy. Sprinkle on some empowerment, self-revolution, and a whole lot of fun. And that is what the Cosmic Rx podcast is in a nutshell. Would highly recommend to anyone. Wow. I love that. All this, the sprinkle and the snacks. I love that verbiage. Um, makes me hungry. So thank you to Nourished Actor for that amazing review. If you want to be like the Nourished Actor and win three free months of our community premium membership and our daily texting, go leave a rating, a review on iTunes and include your Instagram handle or if you leave on Spotify, send us a screenshot to the Cosmic RX and you'll be entered to win. So let's talk about if astrology isn't real. What went down this past week? You know, last week I dropped the Pluto and Aquarius bomb. Ooh, we're getting excited. Lots of big changes coming in March. Hello. Goodbye. Buckle up. This week, I'm going to keep it lighter. We're going to make this a more of a Amouge boost appetizer. We're going to talk about if astrology isn't real, then why is Jennifer Coolidge the best and why is she going to win an Emmy? Or rather, another Emmy. Why do I say that? One, Jennifer Coolidge is a Gemini. And Geminis, it is twice as nice. The babes over at Legendary Astrology posted an amazing meme that Jennifer Coolidge used to make up she made up a fake identical twin so she could date two men at once. That's from Allegedly Astrology, and that is some true Gemini shit, and I love it. I live for it. But I think she has another Emmy coming because when the Emmys kick off, when will be announced, Jupiter will be back in Aries on her Venus, you know, planet of values, planet of adding value, beauty, money, very tied to the arts, very tied to how she makes money. And I think that there's a chance that as Jupiter crosses that, it's going to be like, hey, let's do this twice as nice. And let's get Jennifer Coolidge another Emmy. If you missed her amazing performance as Tanya, these high-end gays are trying to kill me will be probably the quote that will break Twitter and live in infamy. Go check it out. But just sending so much love. I really have enjoyed watching Jennifer Coolidge's career from Stifler's Mom, Best in Show, to Makes Me Want a Hot Dog Real Bad, Bend and Snap, to Now. So shout out to her and just shout out to all the baddie. I feel like she's a baddie, right? Like Tanya is a baddie. Jennifer Coolidge is an ultimate baddie. So let's put a little prediction in here in the plate for twice as nice double Emmy love for Miss Coolidge. Okay, let's talk about the moon. Who wants to talk about the moon? Let's check in. With our lunar weather for the week ahead, what do we need to know about how we're going to feel and how can we manage this wild human emotional experience? Okay, so 
the day this pod comes out on Friday, the 17th, 16th, we have a moon in Virgo afternoon into moon in Libra evening. Ooh, so fun. Sag sun Libra moon weekend is just nice. It's balanced. It's yummy. The Virgo moon energy in the beginning part of the day on Friday Get shit done. Finish the holiday shopping. Send out the, the cards. Wrap up the things for the year. Use that Virgo energy to just crank on that Friday. And then shift and like downshift into a yummy Libra moon weekend where you get to just maybe mm, drop into some yummy time with loved ones. Focus on relationships. Focus on beauty focus on bringing things into balance. Libra moon days, I also feel like if you're feeling generous, make a donation somewhere on those days. And we're just going to look out for, um, we're going to be direct and we're going to make decisions like boss bitches those days. Because sometimes sad sun, Libra moon can make us a little indecisive or passive. We're feeling like we can't express ourselves. Um, we don't want that. And then Sunday evening at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, the moon moves into Scorpio. So now we're going to be feeling hot, heavy, sexy, sensual. You know it. So Scorpio moon, we're investigating. We're going deeper into something. And that lasts through Monday and Tuesday. And yes, early, early Wednesday morning that shifts. So those days we're going to feel like, yeah, we're going to feel like get a little sexy, get intimate with someone. We are going to look out for feeling paranoid, feeling jealous, feeling possessive during those days. And instead, we're going to use that time to get like intimate with ourselves, step into our own power, figure out, I think Scorpio really holds up like a magnifying glass or like shines a light through the holes of where we give away our power. So on Scorpio moon days, I like to kind of see like, what are the thoughts? What are the beliefs? What are the actions? What are the things I'm subscribing to where I'm like, yeah, like leaking out my power, giving it to someone else, putting too much weight on someone else's expectations, putting too much weight on the shoulds, all of that. And then as we go into Wednesday, we have a Sagittarius moon and we have that on Thursday. And this is as we enter Capricorn season. And this is also as we enter Hanukkah begins on the 18th and then we have the solstice on the 21st so lots of things uh, in the later part of the week to just really all week about celebrating again this really like light and bright time of winter where it feels like it's the days are getting darker yes but we get to celebrate the light within and and stories and traditions and all of that stuff that connects us way into something way bigger than ourselves. And I'm going to talk about really like to leave you here on um, this last episode of 2023. I'm going to talk about the transition into cap season. We're going to talk about the winter solstice and maybe a ritual to honor your light on that day. And really though, I just want to leave you with a transmission of like, let the Virgo take the backseat, let the Pisces moon step up and just leave you with a transmission where I want you to feel like really holding the vision really in a clear way of what you've learned about yourself um, this year and all the things you've overcame, all the ways that you are resilient, that you are healed, that you did take your power back, all the ways that you just like 
showed up with that bad bitch energy. And I want you to use that and like lock into something like where you're headed, the vibe you're going to be on. I want you to pick. I love the exercise of picking a word for the year ahead. And then someone in our community recently said they also like to pick a word for the year that they just recapped, which I think is kind of cool. So if you want to do that and focus on this word and kind of see like a prism shooting out of all the things that are going to come from that word, all the things that are going to come from the new mountaintop that you've climbed to over the past year. But then I also want you to surrender and let go because we still are in this astrology that is very retrograde It's kind of like this balancing of two opposite energies, holding a vision, locking it in, feeling it in your heart and your third eye, and then letting your grit letting yourself unclench, letting yourself float again down that lazy river energy. So yeah, like let's talk about the the next week, especially we have lots going on. So I mentioned, of course, we have the winter solstice on the 21st this whole week. Then I said Hanukkah, the 18th, gorgeous. That goes to the 26th and then the 26th is Kwanzaa until the first. Lots of celebrations through the end of the year. The solstice this year is extra potent, is extra magical to me. And you might be asking, why, Maddie? I will tell you. It's when the sun enters Capricorn, which it always is. Um, when the sun enters Cancer is the summer solstice. When the sun enters Capricorn, it is the winter solstice. And the day before that, on the 20th at 9.32 a.m., Jupiter will re-enter Aries. Now, Jupiter has been in Pisces since October 28th, finishing up this last of this three-part story that I mentioned that, again, you might have already done this, but you can look back at what was going on May 14th to July 28th, 2021. Then you can look at what was going on. Oh my God, I don't have the exact date in front of me, but let's say end of December, I think it was December 28th until May 10th of this year, May 10th, 2022. And then what happened? It's like this last little sliver something healing, something cleansed, something transmuted. Pisces is the last sign. So when Jupiter's in Pisces, there is forward motion, but it's more about like clearing out kind of like the psychic gunk from the heart space. It's making more space around your heart, as my cousin Kirsten would say. It's freeing you from something. It's cleansing you. It's also showing you the new vision of what's possible. And it's also asking you to surrender to magic and miracles. And it's been very cool, like you know, since October 28th, kind of seeing some of the things that happened. And my sister Gabby was talking about, she's like, wow, last week in the news, it actually felt like there was some, like, dare I say, like hope. (laughs) And, you know, between Biden, like signing or about to sign this point, he has now the law that same sex marriage bill into place, locking that in, codifying that and protecting on a federal level, same-sex and interracial couples, which in some ways, like, why do we even need that? But it does cap a real, as CNN politics said, personal and national evolution on an issue that's enjoyed growing acceptance over the past decade. So the Respect for Marriage Act, even um, things with Brittany Griner, we saw, again, Jupiter and Pisces, it, it brings us some hope or it cleanses out some things of like, yeah, come on, let's go home. Let's lock this in. Let's, enough is enough. Let's guarantee, right? And again, there's still a lot happening in the world. I'm not going to diminish that. But also, I'm not going to lie. Jupiter and Pisces was emotional. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, I was crying. It's been intense. All this retrograde energy. But we're over the hump of Mars retrograde. And now on the 20th, Jupiter moves into Aries. So if any of you have been ready or craving a more forward motion, this is when it's going to begin. 
this is when we're going to start to feel the first little uptick, right? We got over the hump of Mars retrograde. That's great. During the last full moon in Gemini. Then we have Jupiter into Aries and Capricorn season. Mm, we love that. And again, like Aries and Capricorn are kind of working with each other, right? Because they're both cardinal signs. And so there's a little bit of initiation energy action. And then we'll feel the next big uptick in the middle of January, between the 14th and the 19th. The 14th, oh, sorry, the 12th is when Mars goes direct. And then the 19th is when Mercury goes direct. So I kind of like this evolution of slowly, because we've been retrograde for a while. You don't want to go retrograde all and just like full speed ahead. It creates actually more harm, I think, than good. It's like, maybe we want to pull out a mystical muscle here. So this year's winter solstice on the 21st, I really love to do something on the solstice that honors your light and honors your dark and again, making space for all of it. Like, it's a time of year to let yourself also like own your darkness, own your light and navigate both and also start to like downshift, like sinking into the hibernation, the cave and everything that we get to tap into during the winter solstice. So I love just some solstices that I've heard, some uh, winter solstice rituals I've heard could be anything from making, you know, a winter solstice altar for yourself using, you know, like pine cones and holly and berries and all the things pagans use them in the winter solstice that now we associate with Christmas. So hello, goodbye. We know more pagan roots of our, especially like Christian holidays. But yeah, so winter solstice is the longest night, shortest day of the year. It marks the real start of winter and it marks the returning of light because now it's the shortest day. The sun will start to very slowly but surely return on bringing the warmth, bringing the light. And the solstice is quite literally like this rebirth, the celebration of the sun, the rebirth of the sun. Very interesting. Again, close to Christmas, Christ talking about the birth of the sun is like the birth of the sun. There's a lot of talk out there about how actually the 12 disciples are represented to the 12 zodiac signs and that the sun is Jesus. I don't, I need to get someone from an expert on that, but I am intrigued. You know, I'm intrigued. And maybe uh, over winter break, I'll make a TikTok. As I'm saying, like, I'm so funny. I'm like, the things I want to do on my winter break are like research like the 12 disciples of Jesus as zodiac signs and Jesus as the sun. And what is this whole story? What is it about? <laughs> oh, so anyway, I went on a tangent there. But yes, the returning of the light. And again, we have also like this time of year where we're, we're celebrating a lot. There are actually, again, like we have Hanukkah, we have Christmas, we have Kwanzaa, we have the Festival of Hummingbirds, we have Jewel in the Scandinavian tradition, we have, there's goddess festivals all around the world around this time for Sarasvati and uh, Freya and Lucia. And it's just this time where we're meant to kind of sit in stillness and trust in our own renewal. And like, where do we want to honor our darkness and honor the shadows we walk through in the year? And also, what do we kind of want to like surrender over into the darkness and let go of and how do we want to also make an intention to infuse our life and our energy with more tenderness with more joy and honor our inner light and so again one of the rituals i really like is just doing something by candlelight doing a beautiful ritual where we get to just spend the night like maybe light a bunch of candles sit in that do some journaling card pulling but all by candles and the way of like honoring 
again, like that inner light, that inner warmth. But you could also do like winter solstice lanterns. You could, again, like anything that's like light. It's very, uh, what is that called? Higgy? Higgy? <laughs> you could leave a little edible like ornaments outside. Like you remember back in the day, I used to do those like pine cones with like peanut butter and bird seed. Again, it's a way of also like connecting to nature in some way. Um, those like popcorn and cranberry garlands and trimming the tree that actually comes from, again, winter solstice pagan rituals. So you could do that outside. It's honestly just a great time to cozy up with a book and read. And again, it's kind of still thinking about things we associate traditionally with like Christmas energy, but those oranges with the cloves in them, when you like get a firm orange and you you create little like patterns in the fruit with a citrus zester and with like a little toothpick you make little holes and you put those cloves and you just put them out as a centerpiece or you can hang them on your tree or put them by your bed or give them out as gifts these are all things again like where we are honoring citrus fruit like kind of represents the sun right like they soak up all the juice and it's at the sun and that vitamin c so yeah it's just a time to like let's do something that feels really cozy what feels cozy to you maybe making like a mulled cider or a tea or sitting with like my favorite my hot water bottle and you're sitting by candlelight and like journaling or doing something really good for yourself taking a bath and thinking okay in this bath what do i want to let go of for the year maybe you slice up some oranges maybe you put some like herbs and maybe pine oil or in there pinon and like let yourself just ground down and just think like okay what do i want to let go of maybe you like over the bath or you could write it down and put it in a fire right the yule log fire transforming darkness into light so all things i just i'm a big fan of ritual make your own it's just the intentional stopping and having a container for your intentions so let's talk about that is the sun enters capricorn jupiter in aries so jupiter in aries now it is go time when jupiter enters aries but i again want us all to have permission to let the Jupiter and Aries give us some of our fire back, give us some of our energy, our mojo, our gumption back without feeling like we have to like do everything all at once. It's almost like we've been uh, we've been going through it a little bit and we've been maybe feeling like focused on the past, like tying up things, redoing things, feeling frustrated. When Jupiter goes into Aries on the 20th, we might start to feel the first like, oh, new energy, or maybe some of that stuff gets tidied up we would love that for us but i want you to be open to that and kind of think back on the story that was brewing may 10th to october 28th it's gonna pick up again it really is and then we're gonna be in that astrology from december 20th to may 16th of 2023 and whatever's activated is going to hit a wild super uh, like go go juice super um activation as we enter this coming Aries season. I'm working with our current cosmic bosses on launching something. They're all launching amazing offerings. going to shift the whole goddamn world by April of this year, Aries season, end of March. Also working with my private clients um, one-on-one. Again, I always launch things during Aries season, but this year we're going to have the sun and Jupiter and Aries together. And then we're also going to have this solar eclipse in Aries, beginning the Aries eclipse cycle. And it's on April 20th, 420, my dude. And it's happening at 1212. And this is way far off. We're like getting really far out in the future, but it's just something that's caught my eye. And it's also in the anuretic, the 29th degree of Aries. So there is sort of this urgency. There's this urgency to it. But like whatever's kind of starting now, 
in end of December, it's going to be revving up, revving up, and then going full-blown somewhere. So you can check where you have Aries in your chart, especially those later degrees, because that first part of Jupiter and Aries was your was the early degrees of Aries. And now on the 20th, Jupiter enters Aries at zero degrees, <laughs> and then will make its way all the way through the zodiac to 29 degrees, all the way through this, I mean, sorry, degrees of Aries sign until that date on May 16th, when then Jupiter will enter Taurus. But right before that, on April 20th, like a month before, there's going to be a super activation. And it's also weird because we have two new moons in Aries this year. Like you see, I'm just tracking Aries energy. I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm looking at you, all my Aries, bad bitches. There's just a lot of things happening that make me go, huh, huh, that's interesting. There's a new moon in zero degrees on March 21st. And then the very like last day of Aries season, there's the eclipse. So pay attention. Where's that Aries part of your chart? What was activated last year, May 10th to October 28th? It's going to give you a good insight of where you're meant to put that fuel, put that go-go juice and have that focus and go fast and kind of go solo. We obviously love other people. They're the best humans, our relationships, but this isn't about them. This is about you putting yourself first so you can show up as a better community member, coworker, lover, partner, sister, brother, whoever, boss, parent. I hope that makes sense. I hope that's tracking. And then the 21st Capricorn season. So I'll come back. We'll continue to discuss more Capricorn things, but just some dates that I want you to have so we don't forget. You know your girl loves a new moon. So the 23rd, Christmas Eve Eve, at 5.17 a.m., we have the new moon in Capricorn. It's in one degree, and it's on, you know, right after, again, Jupiter and Aries, the solstice, sun entering Capricorn. And this is just a time that I want you to set some intentions on, yeah, like, what is that next mountain I want to climb? What is the thing, the next thing I want to build? How do I want to show up and, you know, not only be a bad bitch, but also a boss bitch? And what are some goals I have around money, around my resources, around also like being the CE goddamn O of my life? Meaning, how can I outsource the things I don't necessarily love? How can I earn more, work smarter, not harder? Like really looking at your life, like, okay, that CEO energy and my beautiful friend, Ava Geyser, she's going to be on the podcast. She's a brilliant, 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 like business mind, a strategist. She scales businesses. She works on branding, but she has everything from a super like shamanic spiritual perspective. And she told me a quote that one of her coaches told her, but it was like, she's like, yeah, you set the goals. You get really clear with the plan and the goals, but you don't worry about the how. Don't get caught up in the how. And that is something that's so powerful for us, especially anyone here who's doing that intuitive business, conscious leadership. It's like, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Get really clear, break it down, figure out the numbers. What do you need to survive? What do you need to thrive? Where do you want to be in a year or three years? And really think that through and think about the next year. What do you want to do? And again, we don't have to take any action on it yet, but setting those goals. And then just once you get that clear goal, that container, it's amazing what can happen. It really is. And we don't have to get bogged down in the how. Actually, we shouldn't get bogged down in the how because that's where we actually squash the magic of the universe. We like put it out, like snuffing out that, that flame of that candle I was talking about before. So our job is just to show up, you know, make the candle, light it, and just trust that like the flame on that wick is going to guide us where we need to go or it's going to attract in the right things to us. So New Moon and Capricorn, let's set some goals. Let's have fun with that. And if you want more information, you can join our community. 
Cosmic Rx Plus. I'm going to be doing a new moon circle there. We have our moon guide that'll have a ritual. If you're like, hey, I want to go deeper. I want to know what this means for me. How is this working in my chart? It's all there. <sighs> and my babies. And I did tell you last week, but I'll tell you again. Watch out for the exes and fuck boys because December 29th, Mercury goes retrograde. We're already feeling it. The shadow period started 12-12. And with Mercury and Mars retrograde, ooh, honey, the horny ones are coming out of the woodwork because they are lonely. They are missing you. And if there's a reason why things ended, remember that. Don't forget it. If for some reason you want to get yours and you want to have a little holiday loving, a little like cuff it action on our Beyonce, you want to like mini cuff it, go for it. But get really clear on like who and who you do not want to say yes to if they reached out and why. Remind yourself like maybe why things ended. I was going to leave you on a much more like, I'm, I'm going to kind of bring it back here to close out, but I, I just had to warn my baddies about the Mercury retrograde. So yeah, as we wrap up this year, I would love for you to obviously track any of the astrologies and real moments. I actually just had a message after I recorded that. Someone sent me, I kept saying that during Mars retrograde and Gemini to look out for like hacks and cyber attacks. I said that like last year during my 2022 webinar. And I guess as of today, there was a cryptocurrency exchange that was hacked. And the name of the exchange is Gemini. And that is on some literal astrology shit. So things like that, keep sending them to me. I love that. But I would love for you to, yeah, to look back on the year and write out three things that you're really proud of yourself for. Three things you accomplished, you did, you embodied, you celebrated, you healed from, you shared, whatever. I may think of a word to sum up this past year. And I would love you to look forward and think of what is the word for next year and what are three things that I really want to anchor into, whether those are goals, whether those are feelings, whether those are emotions, whether those are like, what do we want to anchor into, right? And then, of course, you want to do more like nitty gritty goal setting for Capricorn. You know, I love that. But even just that, even just getting clear on that, this is how we begin to have life work through us instead of having just life happening to us. So I'm so proud of all of you. I, it's just been another year where I'm like, thank God I have all of you. Thank the goddess. You all showed up in such beautiful ways and connecting with you and learning more about you and hearing your stories and watching you step into your purpose and watching you just own your power and all of you just being part of this wild revolution we have here. It's just been the greatest honor of my life to watch and witness and <laughs> I'm going to be so weepy for the rest of the holiday season, feeling all the feels, feeling grateful. So I'm sending you a big hug. Thank you. You keep being you. And if you have a friend and you feel like they're ready to come on into this witchy weird wagon and like join the party, please invite them. Let's do this next year. Let's make it bigger. Let's make it brighter. Let's make it better. Let's make it more bad bitchier. Okay. So in the meantime, until I come back, know that I am sending you so much love. I'm wrapping you in Stardust. I'm sending out those big ass prayers for huge fat checks and hot juicy sex for you and yours. And I'll see you in 2023. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, 
and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.